I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. spoilers you've been warned broadcasting from an undisclosed location this is real spoilers episode 203 the box office report for july 24th 2016 203 AD or bc you, you know you don't you're yeah, not allowed you to say, say that you hate you hate monger <laughs> yeah the common what is it? it's common era common era. and what's wow. the body boy for the common era the birth of christ oh okay what <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like talk about a weird guy like it's yeah isn't that no. what they put before uh was it noah it was one of it was either noah or gods of egypt no it was oh, noah was it noah it was the gods yeah. of egypt yeah. okay no, it was the latest like, one. I know yeah. specifically they're like common era. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a big F. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely like a Darren big, Aronofsky. Big bold letters. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hey, Christians, if you're offended by us using common era in the first three seconds of this movie, oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. Rock monsters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Noah's going ham. I yeah. tell you what, I, I always wish I could have seen his Batman movie. Yeah. Like Arnofsky was going to do a Batman really? Yeah. Based, based on just what you just yes. said about the Rock Monsters? Yes. Well, I mean, we, we talk about <laughs> just like. being like dark and. Well, not even that. Like, yeah. we talk about, like, I would love to have seen that Tim Burton Superman movie. Just this to see true. how crazy it was. Yeah. Like, that opening scene in the Batman Year One was going to have Jim Gordon naked on a toilet with a gun in his mouth. I don't know where you go from there. Ah, uh, the no 90s. Was it, was it a remake of Lethal Weapon? I know. That's what I was like, Shane I would on toilet, gun in mouth. They're just mixing up like I would, every... I would take uh, Mel Gibson as crazy Jim Gordon in a Darren Aronofsky movie. That would be just yeah. crazy enough to I not I think he work. could have been a decent Batman back in the day. I think he absolutely could have been a decent Batman. Well, yeah. Yeah. He had the right height. I mean, what's his... Uh, Keaton. Keaton was, what, five... He, Seven, five, eight. He, yeah, he's, he's a short, shorter dude. Yeah, and he played it, pulled it off. Oh, what's man, wrong no with that? Nothing. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's Absolutely wrong? nothing. No, five, seven, five, eight, completely normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd love to be five seven, <laughs> <laughs> oh. like a Shetland person. <laughs> so uh, I guess let's go around the table, and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Just real quick, we'll do a couple shameless plugs. Don't forget that we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. If you want to leave a review but you don't know what to say, perhaps you could suggest a starting point for the next person to discover the show. Say, hey, I know there's over 200 of these things now, but here's my favorite episode. 
Just something that's it's a little a good way to do it. A little Mad Libs way for you to write a review because I know some people like I've done that before where I like, want to leave a review, but I don't know what to say other than like I like it. And it's so, a good show. Yeah, so it's like so I'll just be like, yeah, five stars, moving on. So, yeah, just trying to help you out because the reviews really do help us, so we greatly yeah. appreciate it. So also, uh, if you would like to join our League of Show Sharers, you can do that over at uh, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Hop over there, share a show, and you can join the League of Show Sharers like the following. Ooh. Here we go. Travis Tewitt, Librarian Cynthia, Brett Schulte, Julianne Jordan, Linnea Thunsell, Chris Brown, uh, Chris Sanders, Jason Antris, Michael Tonkovic. That's a new one. That's a new one. Hey. Yeah, we got a new one. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Michael. show, Michael. Your patch is in the mail. Yeah. And by in the mail, I mean, no, We mean not. not at all. Uh, Tammy Sherman Powers, Tom Comiskey, Dustin and Nerds at Die Gaming, Timmy Tuzunes, Lane Levanway, Chris Sansosi, and Brent Smith. There we go. So thank you, everyone. Thanks, guys. That, uh, Anything we, else? We really do. Uh, Linnea Thunsell, actually, when she shared the show this week, had a had a nice little comment talking about uh, the Ghostbusters episode and how she apparently loved the movie. Awesome. And she she knew that like we liked it but didn't love it. Kevin less so, <laughs> but that but that she was like she's like it was great to hear three guys talking about this movie and not being just like stark raving. Hateful lunatics. That's and I think, yeah. There's which no is, reason to go into it just hating it because which is odd. I think that's the <laughs> yeah, first time we've ever been described that <laughs> right. way. So as not stark raving, as not stark raving, yeah. hateful lunatics. So well, I mean, even if you didn't care for the movie, like I didn't really care for that it that much. But it's like I didn't go into it being like all female cast. This is well, terrible. That, yeah. You know, you just it's, go in with an open mind, and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, I mean, it has nothing to do with the cast. But yeah, I just kept hatred from Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. and I her even, weight apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was. Yeah, I just thought that was nice. That it she, is, that, yeah, and it's and that's one of the things that's fun about a show like this is that you know if we had to do a ninety second review of a film, it's hard to really kind of get across that like you know oh I liked it but I didn't love it but it has nothing to do with like you it has know to do with the cast yeah. and when you try and get that across in ninety seconds it's it comes <clears> off sounding <throat> like but I, but I but I have black friends <laughs> right yeah you know right. I don't hate women I'm I married like, to one I she like makes women. me dinner every day <laughs> she's really good at washing my clothes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so uh, and then uh, this is apropos of nothing it just I just something thought have you watched uh, Stranger Things on Netflix heck yes um, I have yeah, I've only watched, watched the, the first one and I made the mistake of watching it with the kids oops. and and now oh. they're over at the other parents for a week <laughs> and and I'm like well crap now I can't keep watching it <laughs> it's, it is amazing but it was really yeah. good so really good? good oh my god it's, it's like it is everything I love from the 80s so right so the opening credits that's good yes yeah everything it's, they eat yeah good. So, from the, so there's nope. no monsters <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say no, when he no, said no, that. No, no, no. It's, it's no. Carpenter. It's, it's, it's Carpenter. It's, it's Stephen uh, King. It's Spielberg. 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 King. The opening credits are straight up Carpenter. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got the scratchy. Oh, yeah, they even put in a little I almost, I kind of wish the show looked like that. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. I do, too. Just a smidge. Yeah. I, I think... I'm afraid that might have been a little too cute. Maybe a little Possibly. bit. Possibly. But yeah. um, we start... We, the music is so good. I, we were watching like it, Carpenter, and, and yeah. Crystal was actually was actually like, "Can you hit the thing again? Like, this is a new show, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, this isn't a show that like I just missed the first time around right, three right, years right. ago." And I was like, "No, but no, it, it is, is, it is totally because eight. I promise you, if a show like this existed when I was a kid." I would know. What yeah. Oh, yeah. This is. Yeah. It's only eight. I'm at episode six because okay. I'm not. I don't want to binge it. Yeah. Like, I, so I'm doing it like one a day. Yeah, and rather we, than like sitting we did down the first one, hours. and then we're like, all right, let's watch one more. Yeah, 
I have to stop myself because <laughs> I will get yeah. nothing accomplished. Yeah, no, it, it's it, yeah because it, you're it so could, accomplished otherwise. I'm so yeah, I have yeah. so many things to do <laughs> during yeah. the day. What is this an original idea? Absolutely, it's totally yeah. original. Well, yes and no. I mean, it's not based on another right. property, but it's definitely an homage yeah. to oh, that. Yeah. And I mean, it's like if you want to know, like I know we get, we get made Dan and I get made fun of, but if you want to know what our childhood was like, at least based on the first episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty except for the part where we get attacked by monsters <laughs> spoilers yeah that didn't happen until my first marriage <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, no it's it's you get carpenter you get yeah. king you get um a little bit of the x-files you get yeah um spielberg, spielberg. it's all there that yeah, first, that first scene where he's at uh, not the first but when that kid's in the house by himself and the way he like creeps around the corner yeah. i'm like i'm like that's straight out of close encounters yep. yeah. and i mean it in yep, a good yep, way yep. like it's not like oh they ripped that off isn't it's like no. isn't that know. interesting so how do you where do you draw the line with homage and we've said this totally we've said this before when it's really really good yeah with yes. an homage i know yes. but when it's a piece of crap it's ripping it off <laughs> yeah. it's just funny that it's like oh we said a... that in um yeah. terminator like terminator genesis there's was that right is that the reboot one yeah they're straight up ripping off I everything think after two they've all been technically rebooted right. <laughs> but i mean that's the one that's like resets the timeline yeah, yeah but i but they I actually liked... the next one is literally called terminator reboot yeah. <laughs> well because the terminator is the pretty one. old he has to reboot every once yeah. in a while i mean you know i don't think we're getting the next no one. i mean this I is that one you can tell enough. like everything about this the set design is a love letter to the 80 i mean everything is so got, like the ranch, the ranch style houses and all the, that stuff. Yeah. the decorating the the water like everything about it is perfect one of the things I really I really liked that I really felt that they nailed is that it was the 80s right but it was like a lot of times when people make shows about that take place in the time frame right they um they ham it up they not only ham it up but they like oh it's set in 1984 so everything is from 1984 and it's like okay but you know yeah i lived in 1984 our refrigerator was not from 1984 our refrigerator is from 1978 right and so was our and so like that they don't remind you that it's in 1984 right yeah so they wouldn't you know they don't have like like if it's 84 they don't have nothing but orwell references (laughs) right yeah you know but it's like she's got like the house has like the paneling so it like it's like that isn't what people were making their houses Look like in the 80s right. and the 60s it, and 70s It's what was left over That's from a good the point 60s Like and 70s. a lot of times They go back And everything's shiny and new And people don't Not everyone especially, buys Especially the new car the And the new Yeah, yeah. The Well and that's always been One of my complaints With, other with cars Everyone has cars. a 1984 car <laughs> And everyone has like, a brand what? new a brand car new, yeah. Because they gotta go to the Like the car collectors right, Well they right. keep those things Pristine, pristine. Right. So if yeah. it's Yeah if it's 1958 Everybody's driving a 1958 car Instead of like Well where's a 42 That's beat to shit Yeah The first thing I saw that Yeah it was a, uh, it was the Pinto. I was yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> Pinto. Yeah, you know, it was awesome. And I, I, and this, the other thing that all the little pet peeve quirk in movies that, and this is a really odd thing that, that it always bugs me. Always, always, always. Whenever people throw up. They yeah. always have exactly one mouthful of vomit. <laughs> you know, there's more coming, right? Like you, when you throw up, you don't throw up a mouthful. No. Like that, that just That's keeps true. going. Yeah. Like you're you, like, whoa, because it's coming you, from you your got, stomach, and it just and you've got tons of it. And it just comes. <laughs> but whenever they throw up, is you could because they just they they take a mouthful yeah, of that yeah, swill, and then they're like, Bleh. and I'm like, That's not how no, people put, throw up. Put some backbone in there. Yeah, I'm like, of all the things, like oh, I want some CGI. Put some CGI yeah. in the vomit. Like the vomit needs to look like more than just one all mouthful. I can think about is on SNL when they used to put like the the, the, the squibs up the, their sleeves yeah, and they like, just, yeah. just awful it was great but yeah but they, yeah the show is fantastic okay. that kid is awesome yeah yeah the, the main kid the other 
person in the L? show. L is great. Stranger. His name is Stranger. His name is Stranger. Stranger Things. Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah. No, yeah. I was like making a, like the, the checklist. I was like, okay, that's E.T. Yep. That, that's Poltergeist. That is Close Encounters. That, yeah, I mean, it was it's, like... It, they're definitely running the checklist of the Spielberg Oh, yeah, stuff. like all the things that are like... But it, it's clearly, yeah... There, it's it's a love letter versus uh, somebody just like nobody did that before. What are yeah. you talking about? Somebody called it. Um, it's like Fuller House for the other '80s kids, and I was like, "That's, that's pretty enough. good." Yeah. That's, oh, that's, like Fuller House, but good. Okay. Well, no, it's like it's like this hits that sweet spot for the other set of '80s kids yeah. who care less about Full House, right? And right. watch the horror stuff. I was yeah. like, "That's a brilliant." But Full House was '90s, though, wasn't it? I don't remember. Yeah, like, was definitely. it? Well, I guess you know what I mean. It's yeah, like yeah. But it's for those if other you grew kids. Up in the '80s, yeah. then yeah. you're probably old enough in the '90s for the kids so, whose yeah. parents didn't care what they watched. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you're watching what? Nah, whatever. I, like I was like, my mom was never like that. I'd be like, my mom's like, I'm going to the store. You need anything? I'm like, uh, can you give me the new Kiss record? Sure. Sure. Thanks. Oh man, I have an amazing. My dad. So my sister came home with Hillbilly Deluxe by Rob Zombie. Yeah. And my dad went crazy. <laughs> And I was like... Oh, he really liked it? No. Oh, it like opposite. bad crazy. Like, he was like, I can't believe they let you buy this. Did he murder your entire family and you all survived? Of them. I'm the only survivor. you're the survivor. only survivor? Yeah. Uh, this is why we have the purge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fitting uh, for Rob Zombie. Right? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. this is so, all like, kind of... I went to my dad and I was like, I don't get it. And I was like, you didn't bat an eye when I brought home Slayer. Or he's like, yeah, but that's different. And I was like, Why? Why is it different? He's like, it just is. And I was she's like, a I gave, girl? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I gave my sister like 12 bucks. I was like, here, I'll take it. <laughs> she, I was like, here, I'll make you a copy of it. You can listen to it whenever you want. But yeah. not, my dad won't freak he, out. It was so, he was just so weird about freaking funny. out about Your dad Rob hated Zombie. the new Ghostbusters too, didn't he? I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, not for girls. Not for girls. Not How for girls. dare you? Isn't that funny though? When you, you know, at that time, Rob Zombie was considered this menace. He, and then you're like, yeah. You look I, at him now. One of my favorite stories is about, uh, it was actually Matt Reedy. Oh really? Friend of the show. Uh, when uh, Walden Books was open at St. Louis Center, he like ran into him. He like he ran into was, Rob Zombie. Yeah, Rob Zombie yeah. was there with Sherry Moon, and it was like the the day before a show. Get the American. He theater. was shopping for books. That's like that's so what, great. There's what? the menace. Let yeah. me, this is really funny. Let me tell you the other side of that story. So I'm working at the Point, right? And I'm sitting at my desk, and Rob Zombie walks in. The Point was an alternative. Well, still is an alternative rock station. No, I wouldn't go so there Rob, <laughs> well, it's a station. Yeah. So Rob Zombie like walks in the, to the promotions office. It's like a cubicle farm and there's like three which rob zombie is this is this the one that's like big old dreads and this is still like white, white, white zombie, zombie rob right? zombie or like this, solo rob zombie? it would be still white he zombie. was solo but he was freshly solo okay so, so he, he was, this is where he still looks crazy yeah, yeah. Well, he still looks pretty crazy now. yeah he still does he looks he does not look as I think crazy he, i think he i think just the world has gotten up. crazier he's, he's, yeah it's less I, well i think jarring. he crazies up for shows that's probably true. yeah yeah so, because uh, I got a picture of me and Rob Zombie for a year or two ago, and eh, maybe four or five years ago. Okay, but he's still he's got the dreads and still does his right. crazy eye, and <laughs> it's like me and Alice Cooper. And so uh, good, yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, so Rob Zombie walks in my office, and so we had been doing this promotion with the new Anne Rice book. Is it a vampire book? Oh, I forget what it was called. It kind of had a brown cover. Yes, it was Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, oh, man. She wrote a mummy book, too. Shut up. I don't remember what it was called, but it was in this new Anne Rice book, and uh, and they were all autographed. Now, the autograph was really lame, because what they apparently had had her do was they had her autograph a bunch of stickers. Oh, no. And then they went and put the sticker oh, in the book, on. and I was like... Wah, wah. Anne Rice, you <laughs> suck. You can't just grab a book and sign it. You got to sign a sticker. Suck. That's awful. That's pretty weak. So, but uh, so we had been giving away these copies of this autographed book by Anne Rice, which I thought would be great. 
nobody had picked them up. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd given away these books <laughs> over like, and because no. you know how like you have 30 days to pick up yeah. your prize. And if yeah. not, we either keep it or I would give it away again. I, I gave away like 30 copies of this book and I, I you not. I went down after 30 days and 28 of them <laughs> oh. were still down there. Autographed copies of an Anne Rice book. 28 no. of them unclaimed. She, and ran so, her, she ran her course. And so I gave them again and I would throw them in with other prizes. Like you win this and whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so they're sitting, sitting there, just stacks of them. And Rob Zombie's like, man, he's like, I was just at Walden Books. And I was like on the fence about buying this book. And I was like, take it. <laughs> and it's he's autographed. Like, yeah, I'm like, they're even signed. Take one. And he's like, oh, I can't do that. These are prizes. And, right? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, dude, I've given away these books three times. Nobody's coming to pick them up. And he's like, oh, man, that's a shame. He's like, I love to read. And I was like, I love to read, too. I'm like, you want to do the world a favor and the liner notes of your next record? Maybe put, like, read a book. Yeah, <laughs> I'm nice. like, your fans would listen to that. And he just started he, laughing. And he was like, and then he took a book. And he was like, hey, can I get an extra for I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> totally. So if there we, there we ever talked about his, his autographed copy of uh, Anne Rice book, Boom. Yeah. that book came I just, from me. I just saw See? the trailer for his new movie. And it looks crazy. And in the trailer, yeah. he's like, read more, read books. more books. I love Anne Rice's yeah. autographed books. It's set in a post-apocalyptic bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With just copies of Run Anne by, Rice books. Right. Run by Burgess is. Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> he drops his glasses. Yeah. He still had, doesn't have his glasses. Yeah. So uh, so on that note, yeah. we should probably turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready, Kevin. I do, Tom. And is anyone surprised that the movie of the day is number one at the box office? Nope. Star Trek Beyond came in at fifty nine million dollars. What good. do you think? I mean, uh, low. I feel like that's low. Summer what did, the, block what did, what did, what did Into Darkness do? Opening weekend, seventy million dollars. And I would think that underperformed. And so I, I would think that the Star that was Trek in, Beyond underperformed. That was in twenty. But yeah, but you're coming off of Into Darkness. I mean, even though this one has rave critical reviews, the thing is, you're coming off of Into Darkness, which really kind of irked people. Yeah. So I think any time that you come off of a weak sequel. You're gonna. Isn't it weird that it might, it, next weekend might be really strong? We were talking last. We were talking last week about how the third one is always kind of the worst, and now this one it looks like the second one. Like the, the second uh, one got always rushed, an anomaly, right? But you know, the second I one got rushed. Like they uh, rushed that into production, and there they? was. I felt like they did because they wanted to get JJ again, and I think JJ was booking to go somewhere else. Mm, well, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I don't remember that it was really I rushed. Like I, I just know that people didn't really care for it the wasn't whole very good. switcheroo. I, I, and, I, you know. I haven't watched it. I mean, I, I rewatched it not that long ago. I, I didn't I didn't really mind I, it. I feel like really hardcore Trekkies did not like it. Yeah, like, how did you not they, see that But coming? they already just didn't like J.J. Abrams. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, too many solar flares. Because he made... What he, what he did was, with the first one, he, he, he made a Star Wars... Star Trek movie. Right. Well, it's also, he, yeah, he made accessible. Like, I could care less about Star Trek. Yeah. That first one was awesome. And I it, thought it was yeah. great. They did, like, the alternate 1985. Uh-huh. And every, that's what we, people, I think we can all agree. The Star Trek reboot for, like, general audiences, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. People, you, you, had, you didn't have to know anything about Star Trek. We just had the third one. At this point, now, right, like, right now is a 50 year old franchise. Oh, it's this true. This is the yeah. only thing these movies. Currently, are the only thing that are active now. Brian Fuller's got a new show coming. Yeah, yeah show's coming out. They announced yeah. it at Comic Con. Um, they, no, well, they announced it at Comic Con, and it's, well, it gave and you it's like an idea of what it was about. 
not going okay the premiere is going to be on cbs and then cbs is paid oh, all yeah. access it's not so gonna like, be on tv no nope you gotta, oh, that's you gotta weird. pay that cbs all access so that's how they're getting people to sign up for that is they're like yes. get a fan following show and put it exclusive well, it's like game of thrones yeah that's, i mean that's the, well, that's the reason that's, that's, show, I mean, that's, HBO. that's true yeah you know? but i mean like i, mean, I would like, not I don't sign know up that for the cbs all like i don't think anybody was chomping at the bit to get those oh you can watch big bang theory next the next day that's all on I Netflix never anyway. saw that last season of CSI New York. Right. <laughs> I do like that Gary Sinise. <laughs> so the original Star Trek, I think, was even less of a you know juggernaut than the second one. So the original Star Trek made about two sixty domestic, one twenty seven foreign, which seems kind of odd for this type of movie. So under four hundred million worldwide on a one hundred and fifty budget. And they're already talking about the fourth one. So yeah. it's interesting that um, as a prequel, I you it's know supposed to have it's Kirk got, it has, so. it has Chris Hemsworth in it. Yeah. So yeah. That's weird. So, you know, yeah. Star Trek and yeah. time travel That's just kind of go good, hand in hand. That's a good you point. Know? We had a whole a whole first movie about time travel. And then, yeah. yeah. It's interesting that Star Trek cannot break the barrier like Star Wars can. I think Star Wars Star- is a different beast. Right. That's I really it's just do. interesting that they're both sci-fi. They're both about Star you know, space. Star Wars, though, like, to me, Star Wars, there isn't, a, there isn't a lot. You don't have to know. All you had to do is see those first three movies. You don't have to know anything else besides those three. Those, those the movies. original three yes. movies. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Four, five, and six. The um, human analog, the TV-based human analog for Star Trek is Big Bang Theory. And the human, the human analog for Star Wars was that 70s show. That's actually really, yes, that's totally true. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, there's a little bit of a, an elitism that's a, yeah. it's not, you know, it's not justified. I hate but, that show. But there is. I hate uh, that oh, show. I, oh, that's terrible. But, I mean, there's, a, there's an elitism attached to, I, this is what I think you're kind of talking about is, is that you know like with star trek there is there's a lot of baggage there's there's multiple series to take in you've got the original series you got next generation you've got deep space nine you've got voyager enterprise and enterprise yeah it's yeah. a lot of show but it's also like i don't oh, remember star trek being fun like i, I remember them being like heavy show not heavy shows but like i think you don't think star- the chat is fun <clears throat> Um, I, I mean, I, if, I think if you watch it now, like I'm not a, I guess I am a, a Trek, Trekkie or Trekker. Get out. Um, I, but I, I, I'm more Star Wars. But um, All right, you can stay. Like Next Generation, I, I found a lot of fun. Um, okay, and I, I enjoyed it in the '90s, and I, I rewatched it a few years ago or a couple years ago, and I, I, I had a, a lot of fun. If you watch the original series now, it's kind of fun. Oh, the original series is awesome. It's I fun. love like, watching you watch the original it, series. I think a lot love of it, it is just because of. You know, it's so the, cheesy. Camp, the camp value, yeah. yeah like it's Shatner uh, punching it's, aliens. Yeah, it's, it's just it, amazing. Like some of it's unintentional. Well, yeah, no, right. Ninety percent of it's probably unintentional. <laughs> it's so good, but it is pretty. It's, it's sort of like if you watch the old Batman. Yeah, um, it's the same thing. It's yeah. like it's fun, but it's also yeah, you know. I watched Next Generation. <laughs> I I was always a bigger fan of Next Generation, and I think even then it was like that didn't really gain momentum until like second yeah. or third season i always like next generation and then by then too. i mean it really was pretty stellar and they ended up that on a high note did they go right into the movies is uh, that how that works it was like around fifth season okay all right um and i really enjoyed all the movies and that and it includes the old cast didn't uh, picard meet kirk and huh? star trek generations generations yeah that was cool i mean i think it's unfair and i don't think it's accurate but i think their fan base are, are somewhat portrayed as a Bit, um, the fan base, uh, smug well, and elitist. It's, all, it's the it's the people from the Big Bang Theory. 
Yeah. Like that's, you know, like you're uh, the yeah. like Sheldon. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. And, and they're, they're the uppity like elitist like, like yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's exactly. like and the kids from that 70s show are like the kids you wanted to hang out with. Right. Yeah. And I and I think that's and I think that's pretty much it. And I and I think that that's not fair, but it right. is something that like history is kind of yeah, shown a little bit, a little bit, you a know. Bit. Yeah, because there's always exceptions. I mean, when I was in line for this new movie, you know, there were people. I went Friday night, so basically opening night, you know, and there were people with their Enterprise shirts on and everything. And like, there were some really nice. I mean, they weren't like uppity, like they wouldn't right. talk to me because I wasn't wearing my captain shirt. <laughs> and uh, they were really nice, just like down to earth people. So it's like, yeah, you can typecast people or stereotype i think you're right though there's definitely that uh, barrier that yeah. they're just not gonna be able to get across even though these movies are fun like for the general yeah. like J- the james bond movies yeah. got to just before the reboot right. we're just like they're gonna do what they're gonna do you want to know something just, really yeah. interesting about this i don't know glass ceiling or whatever you want to call this yeah. so look at these adjusted for inflation ticket or a uh, box office star trek the reboot 300 million so not a superstar you know 300 million star trek the motion picture from 79 283 million so Ooh, and from, that one from 79 adjusted for inflation basically the same thing as 2000 and that one is uh that's that's that's, that's, a, that's a the original that's, right that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a hard yeah i mean oh, that one is just hard to watch star trek like you can fast forward it's just a very plot yeah yeah movie star trek 4 250 million that's star- the whale's yeah. Oh, geez. Because yeah. that's, that's after Search that's, for Spock. Yeah, yeah. That's so what, but I mean, it, again, time travel. Yeah. That's true. And they somebody compared heavily from that movie. Yeah. Compared so, this one to that one. Yes. And then Into Darkness adjusted 236. Star Trek 2 Wrath of Khan 232. Ooh. Star Trek 3 Search for Spock 197. So almost two. Where does uh, 6 fall? <laughs> Star the Trek Frontier. 6 The Undiscovered Country. Six, six six is good. Six is one six is good. Six is one just shy of one fifty. Well Christopher Plummer is the yeah. villain. Oh, but five, yeah, five is. I've never watched. Is, I've watched Khan, and that's it. Oh, so yeah. the bottom two, five, the Final Frontier, one hundred and thirteen million adjusted. Star Trek Nemesis is the absolute Ooh, bottom of the barrel. Was, the, was it the Borg one? Uh, no, that's the that's the one with Tom Hardy. Oh, it is. Yes, Star Trek. Nemesis. He's the clone of uh, Picard. Sorry, spoilers. Oh. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy, who you won't recognize him in it. Yeah. Know. So wait, which one was the Borg one? First Contact. <laughs> that was First Contact. First that Contact. Yeah. Okay. That was a good one. That so, was the one where like you thought everybody was gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Nemesis from two thousand two adjusted for inflation sixty three point seven million. Wow, they were still using 63. that next generation cast in two thousand two. Yeah. Picard was in. He'd already done X Men at that point. And they brought uh, same time, I guess. Probably. Oh, I guess yeah. probably yeah, same year. He probably yeah. did a little. No, X Men was two thousand. Wow. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, huh. it was close. He was like, I didn't think about that. Yeah, he did X Men in two thousand, yeah. and then two thousand two was X Men two. That's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. He was like, I guess I'll come back and do the franchise again. So that's your history of Star Trek. Yeah. So we'll see where that one goes. But yeah, I mean, I think for a summer blockbuster type movie, uh, especially getting a really good reception, that's, you know, 59 is a little weak. But they know that they'll make something. Yeah. yeah you're not going to lose money. As long as you're not money. putting out a pile of junk, you're going to yeah. make... Even, I guess, even if you put out a pile of junk, you're going to make yeah. some, some money. Well, like, Nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah, yeah. Was, well, Final Frontier, <laughs> so. though. So number two at the box office, The Secret Life of Pets made $28.9 million, a 43% drop in week three, so still hanging strong in there. It's $260 million domestic. 
That's so that's a decent surprising. amount. Of, it only had a seventy-five million dollar budget. So that's in three weeks, even more yeah, two sixty on a seventy-five. But this is the studio that brought you Despicable Me. They they have this secret formula where they can not, you know spend half of what a Pixar movie does and still make a ton of money. Huh. It's brought in fifty million foreign. So I don't know if that's rolled out completely right. foreign yet. But I mean, you know, another fifty million there. So it's over you know three hundred million in three hmm. weeks. That's that's it's a success. Surprising. Plus merchandising. I mean, if you've, I don't know if you've noticed, like, they're, they partnered with McDonald's. They're all the Happy Meal toys, but Beanie Babies, they've got every, like, every pet is a Beanie Baby. Is that still a thing? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the collectible, like, the resale market's there, but for, like, kids' toys, they're still there. Okay. But uh, they've got Beanie Babies of all different pets, you know, they're in the toy store aisles. So, you know, it's out there. So they're definitely making money. My kids saw it uh, yesterday. (laughs) What do you think? She got a huge kick out of it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was, did you see it or you? No, Leanne? my okay. friends were like, "You oh, okay. want to take her with you?" And I was it's like, really yeah, good. Go. You would have enjoyed it. I mean, it's fun for oh, really? you know. Yeah, I mean, Louis C.K. is the main character. Is uh, he super cynical? Well, yeah. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> I mean, there's a new dog. There's basically this new dog that comes to town, and it's this big old like slobbery dog, and the little dog uh, Max, I think is his name, is like basically going to be you know second banana to this new dog because it's the new it's like I it's a like toy story with pets. i was like yeah i was like i feel like i saw this movie yeah. already well not only i mean <laughs> they toy go story. to pizza planet right <laughs> no they go to pizza world and then but no it's kind of funny though that it's like the new dog the new toy right and then what do dogs do when we're not around it's yeah. wait a minute can they <laughs> yeah. get away with this is apparently this even, uh, yes they can yeah. okay well anyway it's an homage so. kevin oh yeah and it's done well so yeah, it's right, good right so right. Yeah. not Drifting it. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's Secret Life of Pets. Number three, Lights Out. 20, oh. 22.3 million. What a weird move. So, okay. So this was like a YouTube video, right? Yeah. Uh, and it was that video of what it's a girl in her apartment yeah. and she's turning the lights on. the lights off. out. How fast? It was, it was like four minutes long. Yeah. Three so that's all minutes. it was. And it was, like, it was a really well done yeah, little short. four minute video. Uh. How fast did this come out from that video? Like Five that, million dollar budget, and it opened at twenty two point nine. James mm. James Wan produced it. Amazing, yeah. Wow. Is, it, is it a Blumhouse? It's Warner Brothers New Line. So no, no. But no. anyway, I, I, it's so weird. So I was just sorry twenty two point three, but still. Remember when New Line was a thing, a yeah. thing, and all horror? That's all yeah, they did. Sure. I feel like Lionsgate kind of tried to take that over. Well, yeah. New Line went through like <clears throat> bankruptcy and it, well, the whole so Hobbit thing. They like yeah. owned the yeah, but when New Line Dark first started, Lord they of the Rings were, and the house that Freddie built right. is yeah. what New Line was That's and they, they did were. Scream. Uh-huh. They did all kinds of right. horror stuff and then they got bought by Warner Brothers. The Mask? Uh, possibly. Yeah. Was yeah. Ninja Turtles? I remember that. Da-na-na, like yeah. the opening credits. Ninja Turtles was New Line. Yep. Um, but then Lionsgate trying to step in there and t- like take over that horror stuff and now nobody does it like nobody does like a small blumhouse is what it is now yeah. right and i don't think he had like he's the he, king he is but he's but he puts some stuff out through other studios yeah sure well yeah he's starting yeah. to partner up with bigger right. i mean he's he still you know knows how to turn the small budgets into a what big was the, there was another one there was like platinum was it platinum dunes mm. screen gems with sony's horror was they it? did a lot of horror yeah i think platinum dunes was michael bay's and they had like the Friday the 13th reboot. They had Nightmare on Elm Street. The they big had, bombastic reboot. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which actually <laughs> the, still holds up. That's not bad. Hmm. So. The original? Or no, the, 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 the new one. The Jessica oh, Biel yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. lights out, though. That's, that's just... That's, what a success story to make a little three-minute film festival movie and seriously get a 
22 million your first week out yeah. of five million dollar budget and it's all it's the same it's the That's same cool. shtick it's the same thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. what a genius a, idea yeah turn the lights out and, and the, yeah and then do you saw that uh parody video they really shoot him <laughs> so funny where they're like this is what people would really do if they saw us. like he kept getting closer and closer and then just hit him with a bat and then some guy comes in with a gun and starts shooting it's like three people and they all run in and start killing it. it's a great little short yeah so anyway yeah congratulations to that one number four ice age the cash grab came in with 22 million so that seems a little weak for these ice age movies and i guess the secret life of pets is what stole their thunder call it a day well i mean anytime a franchise moves or to, go to space t- it's usually oh, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> over <laughs> scrap yeah. scrap in space yeah i mean if it go it, you know we've seen it with leprechaun we've seen it with hellraiser Friday, it's Friday like the 13th they, do you want to know guess how much ice age the cash grab is made overseas already 300 well not quite yet but 134 <laughs> million before this weekend there it is foreign. 105 oh. million dollar budget it's made 134 million as it opens over here Ta-da. so <laughs> There's the reason they make these movies, yeah. but but yeah, what a weak opening though for this one, and I I, I have to think that the good word of mouth on like Secret Life of timing. Pets don't put it up against a Disney or at this point don't put it up. You can't go up against Disney, and you can't go a week up. three, uh, and it's still summer. Summer's still got three yeah, weeks for kids. That's true. So, well, you just didn't anticipate Secret Life of Pets or being. I keep wondering this about the Land Before Time. Do you know how many of those there are? There's a lot. There's a bunch. Well, there's, tell me how many there are. So there's one that went to theaters. And yeah, like, with, and then everything else was straight. Because I was on I feel Netflix like was like and it 10. popped up, and I was, was like, amazed. Fourteen. Yeah. Wow. Holy crap! Okay, what, what? How did I miss three through fourteen? Like I was yeah. just on they Netflix straight to DVD. They're like the fourteenth installment of the Land Littlefoot or whatever his name is well, and his they, friends. You have you could do fourteen of those. <laughs> we get 14 years to do one a year i just said yeah. like 14 <laughs> you yeah you could this is like I'd the longest running like it's james bond in the land before time at this point more than star trek but i'm like these are dinosaurs like okay they're all gonna die <laughs> uh so anyway yeah ice age uh, the cash grab didn't quite live up to its name number five and week two what movie haven't I mentioned yet? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. So uh, $20.5 million, a 55% drop. It's at $85 million domestic. So I feel like I should say, I said Extreme Ghostbusters was a younger version. It's not. It's a whole different team uh, of people from dif- different ethnic backgrounds and oh. Slimer. So that's what the Extreme... And Slimer's on? Slimer is in, Slimer's in the show. Okay. But yeah, it's just a whole different team of kids, not the ones that we now, know de-aged was slimer married in this one no okay no ghostbusters has brought in a little under 20 million foreign so uh yeah it's uh that's around flop. 90 million on a 144 million dollar budget that in week a, two that is a big old flop that did not <laughs> quite do what they were hoping with that one so that's a shame deserve better mm. than that mm. okay so number six finding dory brought in 7.1 million dollars 37 percent drop in week six so talk about a success 460 million domestic and then another almost 300 million foreign so it's up over 750 million dollars worldwide wow that's that's a lot of, that's a lot that's of a win i feel like that was just a grab anyway uh yeah finding dory uh, making all the money Number seven, The Legend of Tarzan, another one from weeks past. 6.2 million, only a 46% drop in week four. So, I mean, again, slowly people still come to the Did theater. Did you see that trailer for Kong? 
Yeah. yeah. Holy Jesus. That's a big Kong. That is, that's got to fight looks Godzilla. like a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I wish they wouldn't have shown him at all. They've got Loki. They've got, they've got Loki. Marvel. And, and now they've, they have, <laughs> if, yeah, they announced uh, yesterday. Holy Comic Con, by Brie, the way. We didn't even Brie, mention. Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. It's Carol Danvers. How about all the stuff at Comic Con? Like, I mean, Comic Con is cool, right? But, like, I feel like this year with trailers and I think they I do. Mean, this I is, think after last year. Yeah. Last year was kind of weak. They, uh, but, yeah, they came out swinging. That Justice League trailer wasn't bad. I think it looks cool, I'm, but it's I a trailer. Was Wasn't bad. There, I were, there was, was jokes fun. in it, like they yeah. were joking. There, it there was, was. They, you know, they like uh, opted to to sort of like counter the the sort of takeaway that people had. Well, with yeah, and, and think about it now. Ben Affleck is executive producer, mm-hmm. and he's writing. And I mean, I think that he's trying to write the ship. He doesn't want another Daredevil. He's been there before with a weak That's superhero That's the one you want to go with? You yeah. don't want to go with Batman versus the one he just did? He doesn't want to do another of what he just did. Yeah. I mean, he's, but he's, he's in this route. That's well, he doesn't, I mean, he just had a chance. Like, he, he, you know, that got the lackluster reviews and people were torn, you know, critics and fans were split. And, you know, I think he's like, well, it can go one of two ways. He can kill this franchise or this reboot or he can correct it. And with that trailer... I thought it, it was good. Fun. Uh, Jason Momoa looked awesome. So Aquaman. you know we talked about in yeah. Batman the eye thing. How his yeah. eye, and now that you see in this, like his eyes are just like a different shade of blue. Yeah, yeah. and they pop. And I was, I was, I thought that was great. And okay, Ezra Miller as Barry Allen. I was against that because I was from the get a hundred percent against it he because uh, Grant Gustin on the Flash is amazing in that role. Yeah, and then I see Ezra Miller and I'm like. Oh, oh, he's not the like high like in interviews. Ezra Miller's like, man, they asked me to be Barry Allen, man. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. but in this movie, I'm like, whoa, that's so he's doing a Grant Gustin he's impression, actually yeah. acting like no, he I really was, was good. So yeah. and yeah. then they still have Cyborg, so yeah. <laughs> which was just yeah, and man, then Cyborg was in it, wonky. yeah, like the whole thing looked wonky. He, uh, he's just a big Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. yeah, oh, you need me to go open a door? I could do that. Yeah. Boop. Now, how, how about that Wonder Woman trailer? Wonder that trailer that was awesome. Looked awesome. Yeah. I did. I think that the, is... the poster immediately. I was like, everything you did. Oh, it was in color. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, hey, sunlight. So why yeah. is it in Weird. the why is it in the forties? Her outfit has color, and then in two thousand sixteen, her <laughs> outfit that, is grayed out. It's old. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, oh, it's just the it's same just, one worn yeah, down. Worn okay, down. That, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. actually mm. in sixty seventy years that's kind of plausible. Yeah, but that looks that was good. I thought the. What else? There was all kinds of stuff. The King Arthur trailer looked awful. I didn't even watch it. That's Guy Ritchie. It is. That's Guy Ritchie. I know. know. It is? Yeah. That's That's Guy Ritchie's King Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. Guy Ritchie. With Charlie Hunnam as King Arthur. uh, Yeah. I kind of think he he doesn't need to keep going. Well, like he did Man from Uncle. That was the last thing he did. That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Sherlock was good, right? I liked. I know. I like the first one. I did not like the second one. I think I need to rewatch. I remember really liking the second one. I like the first first one. Didn't care for the second one. They're going to do a third one. I think they're good. I, and I think they should. Um, but I, I kind of wish he would get away maybe, from Warner Brothers. Well, I, I think he keeps get, going uh, with bigger, bigger Matthew properties. Matthew back. Yeah. <laughs> his, and his gift is is for like a, a, a smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, Snatch, Lockstock, and two Look at the storytelling behind those, oh those my gosh, earlier yeah. films. Yeah. yeah. yeah Fantastic that's stuff. That's who made him who he is, yeah. you know, and that's why he's known. And it would be nice to go back to those kind of smaller heads. Yeah. But the weird thing about that Just League trailer no Superman. Well, it's not that weird. You know he's going to come back at the end. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's weird. Like He's in they, the Justice League lineup. He's, he's part of the Justice he's League. He's on that picture. And, and he's like, not in the trailer. Somebody, so. somebody, we posted that to our Facebook page. Yeah. And somebody was like, is that... What? 
Is he smiling? Well, yeah. and I like I how like, he and is I like, smiling. No, a bit. I like how it's all relative, and half of a kind of grin is he's, now a, is a smile for well for Superman this, at this the point. Universe, right? That's what I'm yeah. saying. He's like kind of smirking, maybe, <laughs> and it's like oh, he's smiling. He's smiling. He's ear to ear. This is yeah. so weird. <laughs> I don't know so. this character at all. Uh, Tarzan is at 115 million domestic, but it's also brought in about 100 million foreign, so it's up over 200 on its 180 million budget. I mean, I know with marketing and everything, it still probably, you know, isn't in the black, but it didn't flop, at least. Nope. Yeah. Number eight, another comedy that I think was surprising last week, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, 4.3 million, still only a 44% drop in week three. That's at $40 million domestic, and then that one had a little foreign, a little under $8 million, so... It's up uh, just a bit under $50 million on a $33 million budget, so that so made little, money. A little radar comedy that worked. Yeah, so he pulled that one out. Uh, number nine, Hillary's America, the secret history of the Democratic Party. What? Yeah, number nine. Can we go back to talking about Comic-Con? $3.9 million. Yeah, do you think... Is um, it just like when they know those movies are coming out, though, they have to, like, stock up on Werther's or something like that? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. We better get some more window green in here. You smell mothballs as soon as you walk in? (laughs) (laughs) That's why my Star Trek theater was so empty this weekend. Okay, now I get it. And rounding out the top ten, Central Intelligence. Another comedy still hanging on. $2.7 million, a 50% drop in week six. $123 million domestic, $63 million foreign as of last weekend. So it's up over $185 million worldwide on a $50 million budget. That's, so I mean, that's a that's win a, that's right a, there. That's a total win. Yeah. So that's the box office. Thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. Right. Let's go around the tables and everybody can say where to find them. This is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGraney67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S, 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you would like to continue the conversation online, we will be there waiting for you at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, you've been warned. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.